little bit off center. What's up guys? What is up guys? Welcome back to Take a Sip. So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, but honestly, I still really wanted to talk about this because I felt like, I don't know, it was kind of bugging me a little bit. So I don't know if you guys have heard about the whole David Dobrik vlog, oh my gosh, I can't talk, vlog squad situation. And if you haven't, um, I honestly recommend just doing like a Google search or going on Twitter and you know, searching it up because there is like a, it's a lot of stuff kind of thrown at you. And if you don't know who David Dobrik is, David Dobrik is the guy that gives away Teslas and $100,000 checks a lot. So that should pretty much ring a bell. But essentially, um, a lot of allegations of like rape and sexual assault and everything of that sort had come out about him and other members of the vlog squad. In the vlog squad, essentially it's this group of friends who he makes content with for youtube and you know other social media platforms so um you know i saw a tiktok video like weeks ago about how david dobrik needs to be held accountable for his actions and whatnot and it was not getting any traction i remember like it didn't have many views it didn't have many likes and i was just like why did he do you know i didn't really realize the extent of to what he did but again doing a quick google search you will find everything you need to know but I kind of stopped following the whole situation because it was like really bugging me because essentially like the first person who came out was this uh, guy named Seth and Seth was a part of the vlog squad for a brief moment I used to religiously watch David Dobrik's vlogs so I've seen a lot of people come and go but I stopped watching his vlogs like I want to say like sophomore year high school because I just it didn't sit right with me anymore so after that point i literally just stopped um but seth was in the vlog squad for a moment and he was kind of there for what i saw as like comedic relief so you know he was like they would make a lot of race jokes about him because he was the token black person in the friend group and um he came out and he said that he was sexually assaulted and exploited for views on David's channel and he wanted an apology from David because that's why he left because obviously one day you're watching the vlogs and you're like why isn't Seth there anymore because he he left because he felt like he was being exploited and he and he was sexually assaulted um you know by some of the members of the vlog squad so you know obviously when I was watching those vlogs as a freshman or whatever age I was like I obviously like was laughing about it I didn't really realize the extent I mean honestly should I have been watching David Dobrik's vlogs no because his vlogs his vlogs were very and still are very inappropriate like very inappropriate um and I didn't even understand the jokes I didn't understand what was going on I was just laughing because I found some parts of it to be funny and you know looking back on it like seeing how like seth was so affected like mentally by um you know everything that went down in the vlogs is so sad because now like looking back i keep saying looking back i need a i need a new like name reference but just going back to that time and i was like watching those vlogs and thinking about how oh this is funny like it's not funny like it's sad and i think the problem is is like and i'll kind of get more into like what happened in a minute but i think a big issue is that 
we don't really realize that like people who come off to be goofy and funny and you know very charitable like he you know he gives away tassels all the time and just such a good guy can't be you know bad people that's the problem that's the problem they put on this you know um reputation for themselves that they're just good guy so you know when all these allegations first started coming out a lot of people didn't believe the victims at all because they were like no david's a good guy he's a good guy but there's more to the story that you just don't know um but um basically kind of going along with the story is that one of the vlog squad members his name is his stage name is dirty dom and so basically what happened was a a female came forward and said that she was just like full-on raped by dirty dawn like 100 percent like her friends were there like she was sorry she was just like raped by dirty dawn and um obviously like they don't show that in the vlog but they showed you know the girls coming over they showed dirty dumb in the vlog and i think you can kind of just like picture what happens next but the thing is is like that video was posted <laughs> like that's that 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 video was posted and you know uh the girl had to contact david and tell david to take the video down which i'm almost sure he has done but the, the thing is 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 maybe david was not the direct person who did all these like really bad acts but he was filming he was filming he was putting his videos out getting monetized getting hundreds of thousands of dollars profit off of these girls trauma that's the problem the problem isn't you know well david wasn't the one who did it okay but he he filmed it he he arranged the bit or if he didn't arrange it he was still a big part of the bit he scheduled it he met up he filmed he edited he watched it over and yet he still decided to post it and on top of that you know dirty dumb um never had spoken out about it he the only time he came out came forward with the statement and whatnot was when these girls had come forward and said hey like something happened like you know when when they all came forward in the light in the public eye and like that's the issue is that it took them how long to really look back on their actions and think hey maybe this wasn't such a good idea like i just feel like you know a lot of the times like these tiktokers or these youtubers can get away with such atrocious acts because they no matter what they do they will always have a big following behind them let's take the lopez brothers for an example tony lopez and andreas lopez are both pedophiles point blank and period they have both um been talking to underage girls asked underage girls for nudes um i think andreas literally hooked up with an underage girl like they're literally pedophiles they're predators but yet you go to their comment sections and people are like guys i mean we should forgive them everybody makes mistakes being a pedophile is not a mistake okay like that is an, a choice that you actively choose to make every single day of your life you know it's wrong and it, you still decide to do it but they have hundreds of thousands no they have millions of followers so therefore hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of those followers no matter what they do will always stand behind them they could go and murder somebody and they'll probably still have 
followers there saying hey guys we should forgive them like what they did wasn't that bad like everybody makes mistakes like that's the problem that's the issue and like i think that that's not even to me that's not even considered cancel culture because holding someone accountable and cancel culture are two different things there definitely is a fine line between them but like the whole david dobrik situation i think that's holding him accountable andreas and tony lopez that is holding him accountable and if you haven't heard the james charles situation similar thing happened essentially he has been messaging messaging underage fans for nudes and other different gross stuff and he got caught and of course he still has fans who are like you know it's fine like we forgive you like that's the problem like you you build this reputation for yourself like oh i'm a good guy i'm such a good person and then all of a sudden when an allegation comes out for like against you you know people will be the first to never believe the victim just because they think their favorite creator is a good person like there's nowhere in like the creator rule book that says that like just because you know them on camera doesn't mean you know them off camera and like these creators can be way different people off camera than they are on camera like you don't really know the true them unless you live with them you're their family like you don't know who they really are um but the good news is is that with um david dobrik he is being held accountable he i know he was dropped from a bunch of his sponsorships um like a lot of them i cannot i think there was like a tiktok video um up to like saying all of like the sponsorships that he was dropped from but like he obviously had a lot that's why he was able to give away teslas like that um let's see i'm trying to like look it up on my phone Okay, so it said he lost sponsorships with SeatGeek, HelloFresh, Dollar Shave Club, EA Sports, DoorDash, General Mills, HBO Max, Facebook, and Audible. And I guess, according to Twitter, as soon as all of those companies came forward and said that they were dropping him, um, that's when he decided to come out with like a formal apology video, which obviously is not a coincidence. The timing is not a coincidence, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but yeah, and also... If you watched my last T-Talk video, um, I don't even remember when it was, but I talked about Trisha Paytas and I need to address something with her first. So Trisha Paytas was briefly also a part of, not like actually a part of the vlog squad, but one of the members of vlog squad, Jason Nash, he's like 40 something year old. Um, he dated Trisha Paytas for a little bit of time. So she was in the vlogs a lot. And essentially what David did is David kind of painted her out to be this like crazy person, this crazy woman who was just like all over the place. That's literally how he painted her to be in his vlogs. And Trisha came out and said like, that's not like who I am, blah, blah, blah. So uh, like after Jason and Trisha broke up, um trisha came out with a lot of videos on her own channel basically saying like david dobrik is a bad person jason nash is a bad person they're bad people they do bad things in their vlogs like you guys like listen up but me included nobody believed her because of the reputation that david dobrik had literally built for tr poor trisha after that a lot of people did not believe her um didn't even 
take into account anything she had to say literally because oh well she's crazy like look at the way she acted in the vlogs that type of thing like that's what we were all thinking so you know she came out like two or three years ago with these videos like they're out there and she has been saying the same information that she's still saying to this day about david and the vlog squad but just that no people are finally listening because other people have come forward with all these different allegations of david dobrik and i just think it's insane to me how david has such a big following and honestly very very loyal fans to the point where he could paint anybody he wants to ever to be any type of person he wants i mean um i also listened to his podcast called views and he was always talking about how he wanted different types of people in the vlogs he was like yeah i want i want a gay person in the vlog I, I want like an asian person in the vlog i want i want another black person in the vlog that type of thing like he he literally will pick and choose what race what type of sexuality you have to put you in the vlog but he will like he might not exactly tell you what to do or say but he can edit it to make it seem like you're completely different than who you are which is absolutely absurd to me because like he has that big of a following i'm literally gonna check how many subscribers he has on youtube i'm gonna guess it's like 13 million subscribers i'm not really sure but he probably lost some he has 18.5 million subscribers on youtube and that's only his first channel he has a second channel and he has a um podcast channel so can you imagine how many subscribers he has like that's insane, 18.5 million people. So you bet your buttercups that there are gonna be hundreds of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people always constantly backing him up no matter what, which is like really scary to me. That just because you have a favorite creator, that doesn't mean you can't hold them accountable. Like that's called maturity and that's called growth, okay? And I went to one of his shows uh, back in, oh my gosh, what year was it? 2017, I think I went to one of his shows I even have like two things of his merch and I just feel so guilty wearing it. I'm not going to throw it out because girl, I paid good money for that. <laughs> I paid good money for that. But like, it's just like hard, you know, having to understand one of the creators that you literally grew up on and then you watched every day. It's hard, but hey, part of maturity and part of growth is holding people accountable. So that i guess that's literally what this whole episode was about but i just think it's absolutely absurd to me that these creators can get away with stuff solely because they have a following and it's not fair at all it's not um but anyways if you don't know the whole david dobrik tea i literally gave you like the quick and dirty version sam hates when i say quick and dirty but i gave you the quick and dirty version so i highly recommend that you go do your own research on it because there is so much more to the story that i left out because if i had to tell the entire story you would be listening to this podcast for a couple of days so i highly recommend you go educate yourself on that the james charles situation and if you don't already know the andreas and tony lopez tea um back in i think oh, january or february i did a tea talk episode with lauren you can go check it out and we talked a lot about that whole situation so with that being said um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I will see you guys on the next episode. Take a sip. Hopefully we won't have to address any more pedophiles on this channel because girl, I don't like giving them, I don't like giving them time on my, my podcast. But anyways, I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Oh shoot. Okay.